Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You don't know what struggle somebody is going through. And when you have prayed every morning, Lord, use me to be an example of your love and mercy in the earth. That's a serious thing because you could have the word that saves their life. You could be the one bringing the peace that settles their spirit. But if you stayed up all night worried about some pine trees, I'm like, it's a house. If it falls, we get a bigger one. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, good morning, everybody. It's so good to be with you in the house of the Lord. Everyone that's come out for our service today, we do appreciate you because I know there are so many things you could be doing, so many people you could be doing them with, so many places you could be, but you have chosen to come into the house of the Lord and not just the house of the Lord, but the house of the Lord here at Kingdom Rock. And so I appreciate that. We appreciate that. We love you. And we thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, We like to say welcome to our online community uh, because the Lord knows there's so many things you could be watching on television, amen, but you have decided to tune in uh, to the word here at Kingdom Rock, and we are so glad to have you with us today. Well, as you know, Pastor's been in a series focused on Christ uh, for the past five weeks, so I'm just kind of jumping in uh, in the middle of it all uh, for part six. This is going to be kind of like our cheering section, Uh, so just a little flashback to my cheerleader days many years and pounds ago. Uh, and, and today, that's what I just want to do is encourage you at, uh, as we are going about keeping our focus on Christ. So uh, as this series has um, confessions with it, we're going to do those confessions. I want to encourage you to say them out loud. I know you can read them on the screen. I know you've heard Pastor Stroud read them. I'm going to read them. But when we say things out loud, it It helps our brains process things more effectively. Uh, It makes it be real to you, so to speak. So I know sometimes people joke about when you talk to yourself, that's a sign of being crazy. Well, the thing is, if everybody else is saying the wrong thing, you need to speak up and say the right thing to you. So that's what we're going to be doing this morning with these confessions. So I want you to say them out loud with me uh, so that you can make your brain work more effectively because my brain power is doing it for me. I'm not sharing it with you. You got to do this for yourself, okay? Are we ready? All right. Because of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, I am forgiven. Colossians 1.14. All my sins have been washed away. 1 John 1.7. I have peace with God. Romans 5.1. I have been made the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21. I am forever perfected and sanctified, being made holy. Hebrews 10, 14. I am not now, nor will I ever be condemned by God. Romans 8, 1. I am loved and accepted in the presence of God. John 3, 16. Ephesians 1, 6. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. 1 John 4, 17. Awesome job. Amen. Amen. 
All right. Well, as I said, we're continuing in the series focused on Christ. Today, our subtitle is going to be Maintain Your Focus. Okay? So we're going to maintain our focus. Now, as you can see, the word focus is in all caps. So you know where we're going with that, right? You know I like an acrostic because it, to me, is an excellent learning tool to help you remember something. So we will get to what that acrostic will be later. But for now, maintain your focus. The definition of focus is the center of interest or activity, the state or quality of having or producing clear visual definition. Now, we talk about when things are in focus, you can see clearly, you have a plan, you know where you're going. Uh, but the problem with focus this year is in 2020, there have been, it has been fraught with distractions. Amen. At, from every side. It's like you can't even get through one thing before there's something else. And it's difficult to maintain your focus when there are a lot of distractions around because you look left, you look right, you look up, you look down, and you're supposed to be looking straight ahead. And sometimes that's difficult to do uh, because there has been so many things. There's been political unrest. We had an impeachment trial with our president. We've had one scandal after another uh, politically with us as a nation, even down to our current presidential election. So if you've been glued to your screen about that, any of your screens, it's just been coming in constantly, constantly, wherever you go. So then you've, you've got that as a distraction. Then the global pandemic, right? For, I mean, just even when it started, as you would look on the news on a map, you would see how it would light up as the virus showed up from one country to the next, to the next. And think about the fear that that incited and the, dep and the depression in some people and the panic. As you look and you're waiting, it's like you know it's coming, but you don't know how and you don't know when and you don't know what to do. And even the measures that we have taken to sort of slow it down, even those cause problems. Because every Everybody didn't do well sheltering in place. Some people who are extroverts need people. I'm around some of those that need people. And when you put those people in the house and tell them you don't get to touch people, you don't get to hug people, that starts to mess with them mentally and emotionally. So there were some problems with there. There are even some people that now their cause of death was caused by failure to thrive. Because as people, we need each other. So even trying to fix a problem opened up a can of worms and caused more problem. Economic unrest, all of a sudden, all of these businesses are closed. You can't go to work. You can't make money. Uh, the the, the short, shortage of things in the stores because no one's making it or no one is sending it. And so there were all of these things. Think, Look at all of these distractions. And what was this year for us? supposed to be. At the end of last year, God told us in plenty of time, we have a fancy banner on the wall, the year of harvest. That doesn't sound like a harvest year, does it? With all of that coming at you with sickness, with disease, then the destruction from the natural disasters. You've got Australia bushfires burning, billions of animals dead. Then you've got Washington State and California burning again, entire towns wiped off the map from that floods, uh, earthquakes, uh, Puerto Rico before they could get back on their feet from one, here's another. And then hurricanes, we even had an experience with that as Hurricane Zeta you know, came through and, and rocked us all a little bit. So even with that, so here's another thing. Now all of the other things didn't stop. 
It just added to. Right. One more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Then the police brutality, all of that going on, and the move to defund the police. And then that breaks into civil unrest and the riots and all of the deaths. Every time you turn on the news or go, somebody somewhere is dying. Those are distractions. That doesn't sound like a year of harvest where everything is going to be great and it's all going to come pouring in. That sounds like a year of destruction, doesn't it? But we have to maintain our focus on Christ and know that if he has said a thing, that it is going to come to pass. It may not always be in the way that we think it will be, but it will. So, so many things have happened. So much pestilence and disease. I mean, Killer, what is it, murder hornets. I'm like, what, really? What? A two-inch hornet that just showed up. They weren't from here, but they decided, let's go check out the U.S. Oh, God. Well, I mean, these things, and from my understanding, can wipe out colonies of bees within just a matter of moments. Well, we need bees, y'all. There are bees do a lot of things. And so that's not good. And so all of these things hitting us and hitting us and hitting us, Fear and panic running rampant <clears throat> all about the globe. And what are we supposed to do? What do we do when things don't seem to be going as they should be? As a member of the body of Christ, where do we go? What do we do? Our focus should be on the scripture. It should be on the word of God because when he has spoken a thing, he will cause it to come to pass. Now, if we get off track, and forget and go running through the streets screaming. That's on us. But he has said, he has given us his word. Our scripture today, we're in Philippians chapter 4. We're going to read verses 6 through 8. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm going to read from the New King James Version, and then we're going to read from the Message Bible. Okay, so here we go. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasseth all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Such a beautiful passage. We're going to read it in the Message Bible because it opens it up even more. Don't you just love the Word of God? Amen. Because He's just, it's so timely. It doesn't matter how long ago it was written. When we have an issue going on in our lives, when we turn to the Word of God, it's just so clear, so clearly presented right there. So here we go in the Message Bible. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. 
So all of those distractions that were coming at us, those were not things that were praiseworthy. They were not noble. They were not beautiful. They were not gracious. So let's not meditate on those things, but instead let's meditate on the word of God. What has he called you to do? Where has he called you to go? Who has he called you to be? Those are the things that we focus on. Those are the things that we meditate on. We want to maintain our focus. Now, I know you've been anxiously waiting to see what that acrostic was going to be, so I'm going to let you have it here all at once. Maintain your focus. Fully on course, be unstoppable, be steadfast. So that's going to help you remember what focus is about. You're going to be fully on course. The Lord has set out a path for you. He has told you where he wants you to go. He has given you a ministry. He has given you a purpose. Your job is to stay on course. Don't allow what's going on around you to distract you. Stay where you're supposed to be. Have your mind focused on him. Be filled with his peace. Let him settle you. Let him settle your spirit. When the storm came through a couple of weeks ago, it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. We woke up. It's like the both of us just woke up. And you hear, you talk about wind, boisterous or whatever. It was loud. It was angry. And it was fierce. And it was swirling all around outside. And we were sitting in the bed going, that sounds bad. <laughs> you know, it did. I'm like, that sounds, I'm awake, you're awake. Yeah, I mean, we're awake. That sounds bad. Now, my house is surrounded by pine trees. They are older than me. And when I look at them, I'm like, I don't know how those things are still standing. But okay, Lord, they are still there. And so as we heard all of that, we had a choice. We could get off of our focus. We could take our eyes off of what the Lord has promised us that he would provide for us and take care of us. We could, that we could take our eyes off of that and we could have been distracted and we could have been fearful and we could have been afraid and we could have been running, looking out the windows and running, looking out the doors and thinking about all these trees crashing down on our house and all the things that would have gone wrong. But what would that have fixed? Nothing. It's not like even if we went outside and he got one tree and I got the other and said, we're going to hold these in place. They are not going to fall on the house and then get Nicholas to go grab another one. We're going to hold this in place so they don't fall on the house. What could we have done? What would our worry have done? How could it have helped? It would not have stopped the wind. It would not have stopped the rain. It would not have stopped anything that was going on out there. But what it would have done is it would have taken us off our path. We would have been so eaten up with worry and so frustrated that the next morning when we had to go out and accomplish the task that God has had us to accomplish, when we had to go out and touch the lives of the people that he were calling to be in our path for the next day, we would have been of no use to them. And these are people fighting for their lives. You don't know what struggle somebody is going through. And when you have prayed every morning, Lord, use me to be an example of your love and mercy in the earth, that's a serious thing because you could have the word that saves their life. You could be the one bringing the peace that settles their spirit. But if you stayed up all night worried about some pine trees, I'm like, it's a house. If it falls, we get a bigger one. You know, you get a better one. I've been wanting another bathroom. Perhaps Zeta is going to bring me one. You know, 
but we focus on the Lord. We keep our eyes steadfast on him. And the way we do that is that we meditate on his word. You think on his word, you speak it out. You remind him of what he has said. You, you know, call him on his word. What has he told us? That he would provide for us, that he will protect us, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are more than enough, that we are uh, joint heirs with Christ, that we are part of the beloved, that we are blessed going in and blessed going out, that we're blessed in the city, blessed in the field, that everything that we need is met, that he would supply our needs, that he is there for us, that we are healed, uh, that we are wise, that we are strong, that there is greater is within us and then what is in the world that we are more than enough that we have more than enough you are surrounded by an army of angels there to protect you you are surrounded by an army of brothers and sisters in Christ that are praying for you I know that you all were praying for us because while we were up we were praying for y'all amen, amen. you are not alone we are not in this by ourselves Turn your worries into prayers. If you are concerned, take that to the Father. Abba, help me. I'm worried. I'm scared. I'm afraid. And we did have a tree fall. We heard it, and we were like, what was that? Was that Nick? Because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Nick makes some strange noises in his room. It's like something's always falling over. And we're, you okay? I'm good. <laughs> so we were like, was it Nick? But it wasn't Nick. So we thought, we looked around. Well, everything seems to be okay. So we finally just went back to, went back to sleep. And the next morning we went out and the, the porch is covered in pine straw and some of everything else in pine cones. And we look and sure enough, a tree had fallen in the backyard. But the only thing it hit was the ground. <laughs> that was it. And we could have been running out there in the middle of the night because it was dark, g getting hurt, trying to inspect. Because again, what were we going to do? That's right. That tree still is laying in the backyard. <laughs> it's not bothering me. I don't use that portion of the yard. It will eventually, I guess, fertilize the yard. Who knows? But that time we spent in prayer. When distractions come at you, and they will, and the wind will be loud, and it will sound scary, but don't worry. Take it to the Lord. Remind him of what his word says. Remind you, remind yourself of what his word says. Remember who you are in Christ. You are a part of the beloved. You are a joint heir with Christ. It doesn't matter what is going on out there. He's got you. Let him settle your spirit. Receive the peace that surpasseth all understanding. What does that mean? Is that you can't understand it, right? It makes no sense. But it doesn't have to make sense because God is bigger than us. There is nothing too small that you can take to the Lord that you can't take to him. I heard this one person they were talking about. The lady said, it says, pray about everything. Does God really want us to pray about everything, even the little things? And the pastor looked at her and he, was sa and he said to her, what is not little in God's eyes? And I thought, well, you know, he's God. So everything in my life is going to be small in his eyes. It may be big to me, but he has all of us. You know that song, he's got the whole world in his hands. Well, if he's got... 
I'm not saying. If he's got the whole world in his hand, then anything that we're going through is going to be small in comparison to him. So why not take it all to him? Why hold any worry for yourself? I've tried it. It doesn't do you any good. It just takes your focus away. It gets you off course. And things that you should be doing go undone. People who need you are out there struggling. You know how to pray. Imagine living this year not having a relationship with the Lord. Going through all of this not knowing how to pray. Not knowing um, how to call on someone to pray with you. Not having a pastor who says, we're going to take communion and we're going to be covered. We're going to cover our families. Not knowing that you have other people who are surrounding you in prayer. Imagine that feeling of being alone. We have to pray for those people because they need to know that, that, they're, that they are not alone. There's no need to, for them to die because they have a failure to thrive. I may not be able to touch you physically, but I can pray that the Lord will send you peace and comfort where you are. So we have to maintain our focus. We've got to know who we are. We've got to know whose we are and know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Don't waver. Don't be in fear. You've got this. And I know you've got this because he's got you. Amen. 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 We are done. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. So now we're going to close out with our prayer. We're going to do a prayer of salvation in case there's somebody here or watching that uh, does not know the Lord uh, as their Savior, does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And then we're also going to pray that we will all stay focused, that we will be fully on course so that we can be unstoppable, so that we can be steadfast because things are going to continue to come. And they're just going to get louder and stronger But we have to hold on to the word of God. And he said this was a year of harvest. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I've received harvest this year. It has been a wonderful year for my family. It has been a wonderful year for the food bank. And we have prayed for those that are having difficult times. And we should, but you don't have to take that in. Don't let their problem become your problem. Their problem can be a catalyst for your prayer. But that's all it could be. So it has been a year of harvest. And I know that there has been some soul winning. We have definitely proclaimed the gospel. And we had somebody to uh, send an email in that they have rededicated their life uh, because they have been hearing the word. So the media has gone out there. God is faithful. He has accomplished what he said he would do. And he told us next year was going to be take it. So get ready to take it. Now, of course, when you get it, this is a throwback to the last time I was up here. You need to get rid of some stuff you don't need (laughs) so you will have a place to put the stuff that's coming in. Okay? So side point, if you have not decluttered yet, take a look at what you have. It could be the answer to someone else's prayer. Some things we have just because we're temporarily holding them for someone else. That doesn't work if when they need it and they come calling, you don't let it go. So reassess 
and move some things out because he's going to have us taking some things and you're going to need some place to put it. Amen? Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for peace that surpasseth our understanding. And Father, right now we just pray for anyone who does not know you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, that they would just admit that they are a sinner in need of saving. We can't do this alone. We can't live this life alone, Lord. We need you. We need your blood to cleanse us. We need to be redeemed by your blood, Jesus. And so we admit that we are sinners in need of saving. We believe that you are our Lord and Savior, that you came and died and that you rose again so that we could be reunited uh, with the Father. We believe that and we confess, Jesus, that you are our Lord and Savior today. Lord, we want to go forth and be witnesses in the earth. We want to be examples of your love and mercy to everyone that we come into contact with. We thank you, Father. Help us to stay focused. Help us to maintain our focus on you, to be fully on course so that we can be unstoppable, that we can be steadfast, that we can go where you've called us to go, that we can be the people that you have called us to be, that we can touch the lives, Lord, that you have in in our place for us to touch. Lord, help us to make everyone's life better for having come in contact with us because when they come in contact with us, Lord, let them feel you. Let them experience you. Help us, Lord, to lead people to you. We thank you, Abba, that our prayers, that our worries, will that we will not be filled with worries, but that our worries will be transformed into prayers to you petitions to you that we will thank you and praise you all the days of our lives, that we will remember who we are, that we will remember who you are, that you are our way maker, that you are a promise keeper. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that we will believe your report. When all of the distractions come, we will believe the report of the Lord. And your report says that we are healed. Your report says that we are filled with your spirit. Your report says we are free. Your report says that we walk in victory, Lord. We will believe your report. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. There are more with us than there are against us. We thank you, Lord. We will stay focused. We will focus on you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.